Good morning, 739 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Joining us every Thursday at this time, we have Mike Wood, the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Always good to have you. We had a um we had a very serious incident this week that um actually there was a funeral procession involving the uh, Pensacola Police Department because of the death of a canine officer, Sino, right? Yeah, we lost one of our own. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, because of the time spent together uh, and the trust that's built, the bond between a police canine handler and his dog is incredibly strong. Uh, Those police dogs risk their lives to protect the handlers, other officers, and the citizens that they serve. And unlike human partners, the dogs and the handlers are together all the time. The dogs live at the handlers' homes and are loved by their family. So you can only imagine the huge void that is in officer Harris's life right now. No, I, I can't even, I mean, I know what it's like, you know, just losing a dog, but losing a partner, losing, you know, somebody that's been like the essential buddy and or cooperator this whole time for, you know, however long they've been working together. It's, um, that's, that's really tough. Do we, do we know what happened? Because it was an on duty death, right? He was in the act of patrol. Uh, they were on a trail, right? Yeah, it was it was he was on duty and suffered a medical emergency. And uh, that it, that's all I know at this point. Um, but it's you know, we hate it. And, and uh, you know, there's some there were some photographs that, that were put on our Facebook page. You can feel free to go look at them. that are very difficult to look at, um, but just showed you the bond between the, the handler, you know, between Zach Harris and, and his dog. Yeah. And I mean, I can you know, I can hear it in your voice, too. I mean, it's just not, uh, you know, and I know. Look, I know some people have the, well, you know, officers, they're just dogs. No, you, you know, it's a lot more than that. And the way the law works around this, it's a, you know, it's a very, very serious thing. So I, I know I had, um, when I, when I first heard the story, I was, I was concerned that, cause I didn't know if the, maybe the dog had some, you know, internal health problem, or maybe if it was one of these, like, you know, drugs and fentanyl, because I'm always worried about this. I mean, you know, the concern I have about these drug dogs is they're they're far more exposed to the fentanyl than uh, than the officers are. And I'm worried about the, you know, the, the human officers as well. Do, but we don't know anything at this point about what might have caused it. No, that's being checked into. I just know that it was a medical emergency. And, you know, these types of things will be investigated to, you know, hopefully find out exactly what happened and keep it from happening to uh, another canine. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes these things just happen. And, yeah. uh you know, we've we've all we've heard of of the, uh, canines being left in vehicles and things like that throughout the country. That's not the case here at all. Um, you know, this is this is something that was it was a, a freak accident, and they're they're looking into it. And um, all we know right now is that it was a medical emergency. Okay, very good. Well, horrible, horrible news. Obviously, uh, we also you all have made an arrest for uh, the one of the shootings at Pensacola Village. Is that right, Jacoby Smith, I believe. Yes, we made an arrest on that uh, on that shooting, and also the one on Palafox that happened over the weekend. Um, we had a uh, one individual shoot another one in the abdomen, and we were able to make an arrest on that one as well. Now that one was the we had uh, two transients basically getting into a scuffle, and one of them shot the other one. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. And and I mean, do we know anything else either about what started the squabble, or and is the victim is he gonna, he's going to live? I don't know anything about the details here. Yeah, I don't know about what started, what the motive was. Usually, they're arguing over over spots to to uh, sit at, or or one of them has something another one wants, and there's a, there's a a lot of things that uh, fights start over. But 
Uh, that one I'm not too sure about, but I do know that the victim uh, is going to live. The, the injuries were not life-threatening. All right. Well, I mean, very concerning. And, of course, I know a lot of people had kind of been posting about uh, with the county working on their, uh, you know, anti-panhandling, anti-median occupation kind of, you know, uh, ordinance and a lot of concerns about debris and trash and campsites of sorts, you know, people like, you know, just kind of occupying too much space on the downtown uh, spots. I, I, you know, I know you guys want to do something, but often feel like you don't have a lot of opportunity to do stuff that's within the law, which is obviously a challenge. So I didn't know if it was related to any of that, but, um, you know, I definitely wanted to ask you about it. One of the other things um, is uh, you guys actually were involved in major story this last week was the rescue of this five-year-old girl who uh, went in a car, uh, you know, a car, not a carjacking, but a car theft where the person apparently didn't know there was a, a girl in the back. This doesn't matter. You take a kid, you take a kid. But it was one of your detectives that actually found the car with the uh, girl inside of it, right? It was. Uh, his name is Detective Tachetta. He he found that vehicle with the child in on Mobile Highway. And, you know, I got to tell you, we're going to assist the Scambia County Sheriff's Office every chance we get. And, and one of the calls or one of the incidents that will empty the building is anytime a child is in danger, uh, we will assist them anytime and every time, and they will do the same thing for us. That's one thing that um, that it's all hands on deck. And and look, I I know I say this often, but I just feel like I have to say it as often as the TV lies to you about it. Uh, if somebody has a kid go missing, you call the cops immediately. You do not have to wait. It's a complete lie that you have to wait 24 hours and the cops don't care, right? Yeah, how many times? I mean, I've heard that a bunch of times, and we've talked about it on the myth uh, segment of, uh, of when we speak. And yeah, you you might look, look around the house real quick, but don't waste any more time than that. Get on the phone and call nine one one because you can always cancel us uh, when you find that child. So don't waste any time. Get on the phone and get us coming because uh, there's a bunch of us on the way. Absolutely. Uh, we're still working on the rollout for Shot Spotter. Is that right? Yes, sir. Still working on that. We're hoping for a, a December rollout on that, and uh, things are moving ahead. And as soon as that is up and running, we'll, we'll let you know. Very good. And I have just kind of an odd question, I know, but uh, I happened to run into uh, one of your officers. I uh, happened to run into his wife when we were doing the breast run and, or walk and walk for sure for me. Uh, but um, the the other day, <laughs> and um, it was funny to me because. She was standing in front of her vehicle, which was, I think it was a Toyota Sienna, but it was definitely a minivan, you know, unmarked black minivan. And I had put photos up on Facebook because I thought it was kind of cute. Like, oh, great. PPD's got an unmarked minivan. I mean, you have a variety of unmarked cars, but an unmarked minivan, which she's like, oh, man, no, it's fantastic. I'm super happy about this. But what I was also thinking is, how do you decide as a law enforcement agency, whether to buy and wrap a regular or just to keep it unmarked because you have a pretty hefty mix of both. Yeah, we do. Uh, it comes down to what the need is and money. Uh, the, mar- the vehicles that are marked, that are wrapped, uh, are going to be vehicles that have a police package. Um, they're going to be they're meant to be uh, police vehicles. Uh, the other ones, the unmarked cars that, that I drive, that investigators drive, uh, they can be anything and everything depending on uh, what the what the vehicle costs. So uh, we have officers in just about everything. And and I've, when I've made traffic stops in my black pickup truck, I've told the person, please don't uh, always keep in the back of your mind. We don't all drive marked cars. If you want to act up and and take off laying rubber on the road or doing 110 miles an hour on I-110, you've got to understand there's probably a police car right there um, like you just found out. So um, yeah, pickups, minivans, small cars, big cars, we have them all and they're unmarked. All I can picture in my head now is this particular officer driving down Three Mile Bridge in the unmarked 
black Toyota Sienna with the Rumbler active uh, and at 110 miles an hour. <laughs> that's that's all I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you know you you, you got to be innovative, and uh, <laughs> so do. yeah, we have just about everything out there. Law enforcement embodies a variety of different tactics. Uh, do we have? I I kind of did mention the one about the don't wait the 24 hours or whatever. But did you have another cop myth, or did you know for us this week? Yeah, and you just mentioned part of it. It's cop. How did the term cop come to be? Oh. And there's some inaccurate theories out there. Okay. Yeah, there's some inaccurate theories. And one of those is constable on patrol, and that's not, that's not it. The other one is, is from the word copper, referring to uh, copper badges and buttons on the uniforms. And the problem with that is that copper was not actually widely used on police uniforms. And while theories are fun and interesting, the truth of the matter is, I had to go and look this up, that uh, cop in reference to police officers was developed from the verb usage of cop, meaning to take or seize. And cop was first used in place of arrest or to arrest around the year 1844. So you're telling me uh, that you, you know, guys, you're telling me that you guys could just as easily have become known as arrests. Like we could be talking about, you know, yeah. hey, I saw a group of arrests over at the donut shop the other day. Like that could have been what we say instead yeah. of cops. It could be, which is better than five zero, the fuzz, 12, the heat, the man, boys in blue, gumshoes, bears, Smokey, Barney, and blues and twos. And there's a bunch more out there that we don't think a whole lot of, so I won't mention those. Yeah, there's some livestock ones that I think are uh, somewhat popular, but I don't really use those either <laughs> for obvious reasons. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much. Mike Wood is Public Information Officer for the Pensacola Police Department. See, you learn something every day. We learned from Ryan Jenkins earlier this week uh, how little profit goes to the farmer out of a, out of a pair of jeans, and now we've learned that um, we should be grateful that we don't call them the arrests. <laughs> that's not what we call them. Yeah, and grateful for minivans. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Mike, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. 